Nevertheless, Matt Nagy is coaching in this Super Bowl. So we might as well preview the game, right? I'm sure a lot of you are going to be watching this weekend. And I have to say, although I'm rooting against the Chiefs, I find it hard for them to win this game. In all seriousness, the Chiefs really kind of shouldn't be here. They were losing to Cincinnati, and they were about to lose that game. If it wasn't for that penalty late, the shove out of bounds, they probably would have come up just a tad short. Unless Patrick Mahomes threw a Hail Mary, had some sort of miracle to win the game and push themselves in. The Bengals dominated that game, and the Bengals, I think, overall, completeness-wise, are somewhat of a better team. In my opinion, I really think they're better. So the Chiefs kind of just scratched and clawed and barely got their way in, which is fine. They're in the Super Bowl. They earned it. They made it. But I don't trust them to beat this Eagles team with 18 Pro Bowlers. That's right, 18. The Eagles, between alternates and starters, have 18 Pro Bowlers. 18 guys who made the Pro Bowl. 18 guys who are elite. You put 22 on the field at a time. Offense and defense. So only four of their starters on their team are not Pro Bowlers. Can you believe that? I mean, that's really stunning. Eagles are just that good. And KC had a good season. Pat Mahomes had a good year, of course. Not much on the running side. Pacheco, McKinnon, Hilaire came back as well off IR. He's going to be active for the Super Bowl, apparently. So Hilaire will be back. On the Eagles' side, Miles Sanders just killed a plus Jalen Hurts. The Eagles know to run the football. They could pass with Jalen Hurts. Had a career season despite even being hurt and missing time. And their defense is unbelievable. Their offensive line is best in the game. I mean, this Eagles team is just built to win. My opinion. So I'd be really surprised if the Chiefs come out. And by the way, Pat Mahomes, believe it or not, has not played well in the Super Bowl. So he's been in two of them. We know he won one, lost one. But the last time he played in the Super Bowl, we remember that game against Tom Brady. He was killed. I mean, he was really hurt and hit hard a lot in that game. It was difficult for him. I can pull up his stats right here at least in the... Super Bowl, I mean, 26 of 49, zero touchdowns, two picks, a 52.3 passer rating. And in 2019, he 286 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. So for his career in the Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes has two touchdowns and four picks. And his passer rating is what, maybe 60? Pat Mahomes, believe it or not, cannot play well so far in the Super Bowl. Really, his only knock, I mean, there's only so much you could say about Pat Mahomes that's bad, but that's the one thing you could point to. Not that it's the end of the world, but when you're facing an elite defense like Philadelphia and you faced an elite defense against Tampa a couple of years back and you struggled, you faced the Niners, you struggled till the fourth quarter. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? You think Pat Mahomes is going to walk in and just start throwing darts and four touchdowns, no picks, big game? I don't think so. I think he's going to struggle, and I think this Chiefs offense is going to struggle. Two touchdowns, four picks. 
you don't have much of a running game, and you're bringing back a running back who has been hurt, has missed time. Hilaire just got activated off the IR yesterday, and he's coming back. Pacheco's still there. McKinnon's there. There are just tons of moving pieces, running-wise, for them. I know their offense was first in the NFL, but their defense was 16th, too, the Chiefs. Eagles were third in offense, eighth in defense, top 10 both. Eagles are a well-rounded team, and in my opinion, they probably are statistically, and just as far as talent and on paper goes, the most talented and the best team in football. You can't argue with 18 out of your 22 players being selected to the Pro Bowl, either as alternates or starters. 18 out of 20. I've never even heard of that before. 18 out of 22 were selected. Talk about a complete team. I think the biggest question for the Eagles is just going to be Jalen Hurts. Will he perform on this big stage? Because this is really Jalen Hurts' breakout year. And remember, he was still hurt and he missed time. And Hurts last year, okay, 16 touchdowns, 9 picks, 87 passer rating. You know, that was the year where they went 9 and seven or ten and seven they barely got in they got bounced week one of the playoffs by the bucks and entering this year if you remember jalen hurts all the questions were is he even going to be the franchise guy this was a prove-it year for jalen hurts eagles wanted to know hey what do we got here and are you going to be the guy because if not we got to draft somebody that was being talked about and Hurts proved everybody wrong this year and i think no matter what happens on sunday it's a successful season for Hurts and for his future in Philadelphia and even his future in the NFL. And 15 games, 3,700 yards, and 22 touchdowns, six picks, plus add-on 760 rushing yards. You know, he missed two games. He plays two more games. Would have gotten to 4,000 probably easily on the passing side, and maybe 800, 900 rushing yards, almost 1,000. Add on a couple of more touchdowns, maybe one or two more picks. I mean, he had... Great ball control, best interception percentage ever, 1.3%. Did a good job at holding on to the football and led his team when he started to a 14-1 record. He only lost one game as a starter this year. Eagles went 14-3. They lost both games that Hurts didn't play. And everybody's saying, well, you know, the Eagles are so good, it doesn't matter who's their quarterback, then why'd they lose the two games he didn't play? Everybody's making that argument for the MVP, saying, oh, you know, I I don't think Hurts should win it. I'm not, I don't know whether or not he should, but I will say this. It's telling when your quarterback isn't there. You have a competent backup at Gardner Minshew, actually one of the best backups in football, and you don't win. Those are two games that you lose without Jalen Hurts. He's obviously valuable enough to the point where the Eagles need him to start. If Gardner Minshew is starting in this Super Bowl, Eagles would stand no chance, no matter what. You can tell me anything, they would not win. Jalen Hurts is their answer, but the big question is, will he show up and perform in this big of a game? Because I'll tell you what, if Patrick Mahomes has trouble showing up and playing in this big of a game, I don't know if I can trust Jalen Hurts either. The one thing Hurts has going for him is that this Chiefs defense is mid-level, almost mediocre. They're 16th in the NFL. So you're going up against a bend and sometimes break defense and as far as Patrick Mahomes goes he goes up against a great defense and he's facing a great offense just logistically speaking you would think Philadelphia has a slight advantage here now again I know okay 
Kansas City has the experience. Patrick Mahomes has played in a couple of Super Bowls. A lot of these guys are ready for the big um, stage. They are. But the Eagles have the talent that Kansas City doesn't have. So then the question is, how do you balance it? And who's going to come out on top? That's why they play the game. But I firmly believe at this point that it will be Philadelphia winning. I think it's going to be close. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be down to the wire. And if I had to make a score prediction, which I've been doing all year, so I guess I'll do it here. I'm going to say 38-31. Eagles win. So my final score is 38-31. Philadelphia comes out on top, and they win the Super Bowl in Nick Sirianni's second year and in Jalen Hurts' third year. By the way, Bears fans watching this game, I encourage you to take a look closely at what Philadelphia has done. Their trajectory should be what the Bears do. You've heard this all season from me, from others on this program. My guests, same thing. If Philadelphia started off low, Jalen Hurts comes in for Carson Wentz on popular move, Doug Peterson gets fired. Sound similar to anybody? They bring in a new coach, all of a sudden they're 10-7, and seven, but they still get bounced, and Jalen Hurts isn't necessarily the answer. And this year, in a prove-it year, second-year head coach, third-year QB, you're the damn Super Bowl. What about Justin Fields? First year, lame duck head coach, gets beat up, coach gets fired, new year, different coach comes in, new GM. Tanking, but improved performance to the point where we know Justin Fields, to an extent, is the guy. Now what happens next year? The Bears should be around 9-8, and 10-7. They should be in the wild card, then get bounced. Then the year after that, 2024, maybe 2025, why can't they contend for a Super Bowl is my thing. So Bears fans play, pay close attention to this game. I would. You could be looking into a mirror on Sunday. And I think that's very intriguing. I think there are so many similarities between the Bears situation today and what the Eagles were two and one year ago. And that's the exciting part. We talk about this every week, and I'm going to keep hammering it in because it's so important. The Bears have a lot of hope right now. There's a lot going for them. And this Eagles team, as you see it, could be the Bears in a couple of years if they play their cards right. Record cap space, top pick, good quarterback. Look what the Eagles have. 18 out of 22 players are in the Pro Bowl. Bears, hey, wake up and do the same thing. The Bears should be doing that then. The Bears should be signing strategically key players to make that happen. A couple of wide receivers, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, edge rushers. Secondary help. Maybe a running back. A lot of holes. But this Bears team could become this Eagles team in the matter of one or two off-seasons, period, to the point where they could be in the Super Bowl in two or three years. Certainly possible. Certainly on the table. That's the encouraging thing. That's the exciting part. So if you're going to watch the game with a Bears fan perspective in your head, that's what I would be looking for on Sunday. That's what I'd be trying to decipher. Hey, how is this team similar to the Bears? What could the Bears do? What what could they glean on from Philadelphia today to get better and get to this point in a couple of years? 
that should be what you're looking for if you're a Bears fan. The game is the game, of course. Watch the game, but look for those things, too. So I really think it's going to be Philadelphia on top, although I will say, you know, Kansas City wins good for them, despite the Matt Nagy situation. But I think it's going to be Philadelphia. And I'm predicting again 38-31 Philadelphia wins. Probably a higher score. Maybe it won't even be that high, but made that prediction already. I'll stick with it. 38-31 the final. It will be Philadelphia raising that trophy and being very excited about what they have to come. Take a look at some of your comments here. Uh, Let's see. Agree, bear down. The blueprints are there, says Alex. There you go. 100% right. You, You understand what I'm trying to say. The blueprints are there. The cap space is there. The high draft pick is there. The quarterback's there. New coach, new GM. Everything is there for the tanking. It's a matter of how the Bears are going to play their cards and how will they make this work. Philadelphia did it right, to their credit. They turned things around in a couple of years. They fired Doug Peterson, brought in a brand-new QB off the you know draft board, had him learn, had a new coach, and over time, things worked out. Built around him, got a couple of wide receivers for Jalen Hurts this offseason, bolstered their offensive line, and look where they stand today. They're one but away from being crowned NFL champions. Bears could be in that same boat. They do it right. If Howie Roseman can do it in Philadelphia, why can't Ryan Poles do it here? That's all I'm saying. KC can establish a run game early, then use the play action effectively. I think they will win 24-21 Boo Nagy. So B. Wicked says KC wins by a field goal. I could see it. And I think that's going to be the biggest key. Who will dominate in the trenches? Who will dominate in the run game? Statistically and on paper, it's going to be Philadelphia. But if KC has their run game working, if Edward Zelaer shows up, Pacheco, they use him, they use McKinnon, maybe Mahomes runs for a couple. And they could penetrate that tough Philly defense. This guy's the limit for the for the uh, Chiefs. That's a fact. This guy's the limit for the Chiefs if they establish the run game early and find a way to penetrate that Eagles defense. But if the Eagles stand firm and just do what they've done all year, it's going to be Eagles all the way. They're going to have a good run game. Miles Sanders killing it. By the way, his final audition before free agency could be a bear next year for all we know. So they have the run game. They have Jalen Hurts healthy and ready to go. They have 18 pro bowlers on that field, offense and defense, and their defense is one of the best in football. If the Eagles just do what they're supposed to do, if they just continue what they've done all year, this is their game to win easily. Combining that with Patrick Mahomes' horrendous performances, too, in two Super Bowls. And you've got yourself a Philadelphia winner. That's all I'm saying. I could totally see it going that way. Giving me goosebumps, John. Ha ha, bear down for 2025. I'm just saying, just saying today, could be by 2025. I would prefer 2024, but if not, one more year, you get to 2025, and this team could be 13-4, and 14-3, and three, and near that Super Bowl crown. And that'd be huge. Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham, a lot of knowledge to build this team. And by the way, Cunningham was offered the Cardinals GM job, turned it down. Titans GM job, turned it down. He said no, wants to stay here. So he knows something's going on behind the scenes here. 
something good or else he wouldn't be here. He turned down two primo GM jobs, maybe not so much in Arizona because of the whole Kyler Murray situation, but Tennessee, for sure, you have stuff you could build around there. Little bit. Turned him down. I'm just saying, Ian Cunningham and Brian Poles at the helm, it should lead to a lot of good things for the Bears moving forward. And even as we get into next year, I think it'll go okay.